100.7 FM WHIN 1010 AM presents Sumner County Spotlight, a weekly public affairs program each Sunday at 10 AM. Sumner County Spotlight, exclusively by FNM Bank. 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville. FNM Bank offers personal banking, business banking, and mortgage loans too. Right here in Hendersonville, FNM Bank is one of the top independent banks in Tennessee. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. MMLS number 518158. Here's your host for Sumner County Spotlights, Tony Richards. Welcome to Sumner County Spotlight this Sunday morning. I'm your host, Tony Richards, brought to you by FNM Bank at 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville, also at myfmbank.com, and we are happy to have as our guest this week, Jimmy Overton. He is the uh, 3rd District uh, City Councilman for the City of Gallatin. Jimmy, welcome to the program. Thank you. Glad to be here. How you doing? I'm doing wonderful. Well, good. We like beautiful to take day. this. Uh, yeah, it is, isn't it? Uh, when we're recording this, it's gorgeous. We hope it is on Sunday morning. Um, you know, we always take this first segment just to kind of learn a little bit about the person. So I'd like to do that with you. You know, where you're from and how you ended up, what you did for a living, and now you're in this yeah. thing and probably still working. Maybe not. I don't. I do. I'm 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 born and raised in Galton. Been there my whole entire life. So. Mm-hmm. Happy There's to be. not an alley you don't know. Uh, I don't know about that, but I've been here a long time. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm from here. I traveled a long time uh, in my in my job. I traveled for several years, but come back, uh, left my job, retired, and come back um, back in 2010. Went to work for a local bank here, Volunteer State Bank, mm-hmm. and I've been with them since since back 2010. So glad to be back. Glad to be back home and not travel so much. So. What did you do in your travels? I uh, worked for a finance company, um, mm-hmm. worked for a finance company, and traveled uh, s- 17 states, so I stayed on the road a lot. Oh, so you were a road warrior. Were I was you a driving warrior. mean? or Flu, flu. Okay, man. all right. I and, wasn't uh, sure. But uh, And being on the city council and, and traveling, too, it's hard on somebody, so I was glad to be home. And uh, you've been on the council how long then? I've been on council since 2006, been on a long time. All right, so you're a professional. So a lot's changed since then, eh? Oh, it's it's our little city's growing just tremendously. Uh, we've grown a lot uh, since I've, like I said, I was born and raised here, and it's really changed. But the last uh, ten years has just been huge for the city. Okay, and how many members on the council? And you have some at large seats. We have two at large and five council districts, Mm -hmm. and two at large, and and then of course the mayor. Uh, But so we have seven on our. We have seven council members on our board. And uh, you meet how regular? Every Tuesday we have a committee meeting one Tuesday, and the following Tuesday we have a council meeting every month. So we have two committee meetings and two council meetings a month. I was going to say, and then those. So those are sort of structured. When you know, what are the meetings that? You do what at? I'm assuming we you take do. input from the public, and then you have other meetings where you vote on things, and you have yeah. other meetings where you're looking at numbers yeah. and you're paying bills. That's right. Well, our committee meetings are, you know, it's our work sessions pretty much. And so every other Tuesday night we're at work session, and then the stuff that we discuss at work session, of course, we, we'll move that on to council. If we feel fit that that needs to go to council, we'll move that on to council for the following week and, and vote on it at council the next Tuesday night. So. So what made you decide to, you know, serve your well, city? I, I've, when I was um, 18, 19 years old, I actually ran for county commission. I've been wanting to be involved in politics for a long time. and then of What is you, the matter with you? I don't know. <laughs> I agree there. But then, uh, you know, you, you get busy with family and, and kids and that kind of thing. So, But, uh, you know, a few years ago, uh, before I decided to run, um, 
you know, there was just a lot that I thought I could make a difference in the city of Galton, and uh, so that's why I run. And, you know, when I get up every day, I, I do everything I can to say I'm going to try hard to make a difference in somebody's life. Mm-hmm. And if I can continue to do that, then then I'll continue to serve. And when I can't do that, I'm going to get off. So when you first thought about doing this back in 2006, uh, I mean, obviously you had thought about it before that, but um, were you thinking of Gallatin as a whole? Were you thinking of your district in particular? I mean, no, you know, you obviously to, you have to think about both. But yeah. You have to think about the whole city. I mean, even though you represent a district, you're still representing the whole city. I mean, we vote on all of us vote on the same stuff, no matter if it's in my district or somebody else's district. So you represent the whole city, and, and you just have to, you know, you have to make the right decisions, and you have to try to make the right decisions and do what's best for the whole entire city, not just for your district. Uh, and, and there has been folks on the council before that's, you know, that's uh, what am I trying to say that they're. They think about their district, nothing else. But you can't. You you got to be fair to the citizens. You got to think about the whole city. Right, and even the things in your district that That's do right. affect the city, because right. people are going through all the districts all the time. That's right. You got that right. And and you know, um, social media has, gosh, made a huge difference in in uh, the way you um, do things now. When I first got on here, social media wasn't that big, mm-hmm. and. Uh, but now, um, I mean, as far as the feedback portion, or oh the, yeah, the feedback, you know, good and, or bad. Well, <laughs> yes, <laughs> for the people that's on social media, most of them is for the bad. You don't you don't hear the good things on social media. You hear all mm-hmm. the bad things from, right. from those folks. But but believe it or not, that's just a handful of folks that does that. Yep. And, and the people that really uh, matter and are really concerned and care about Galton are the people you don't hear from. Right. And they're going to reach out to you and find they you do. some way, right? They do, absolutely, every day. Yeah. But it is at least they know how to find you. They you know, do. Good or bad. You, they do. You know, and you, I'm sure you can't go to the grocery without hearing about my curb or my That's driveway right. or That's approach right. or whatever, you when, know. When I first, right after I got on the council, about a year after, my wife quit answering our home phone. Mm-hmm. So I had to get another home phone because I answer my calls and I try to go out and visit and try to do the things that, that I'm elected to do. And if I can't represent the folks that, you know, um, calls me and, and asks me to do things, if I can't represent them like I need to, I'm going to get off. So when they call me, I try hard to respond to them at all times. Well, tell me about the makeup of the council and is, you know, the difference between when you started and today. Uh, and the camaraderie and, the, and you know, just well, how we, you guys. We've can, always had good camaraderie. You know, you, you, know, you always have. Um, you know, I've been through two different mayors now, and and it's totally different. The, the mayors are totally different that that I've worked with, and uh, but but we've always had a fairly good council uh, that 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 really cared about our city. Uh, so you know, I've been lucky. Uh, I, I I I was just telling some folks today that I don't think I could serve on a board that fights and carries on like some boards mm-hmm. uh, that. That's, well, that's um, kind of why I was wondering why you wanted to maybe get into it in the first place, because, you know, it's not like a lot of things. Uh, the more people involved in a decision, the longer things take, the more prodding and poking, and you have to convince and sell and and all of those things. And, and then to actually come to consensus for those who want to come to consensus. I'm sure you've, you've run across people that don't care about uh, if there's a consensus or not. That's right. But, you know, for us, and I tell people this all the time, we're lucky in the city of Galton. We can disagree with each other, and we can uh, vote against each other, and we can do those things, and we can still go out to eat together, mm-hmm. and we can still be civilized. And I wish a lot, lot of other boards, and I wish our government 
uh, was like that. Yeah. Our national government was like that as well. But uh, but but we do. I mean, we disagree on a lot of things, and and but but we have we have people on our board that want to hear other people's ideas, and they want to come together, and they want to make a difference, and and that's what we try to do. What um, I was going to ask you, uh, gosh, it just slipped my mind. But I'm I'm trying to figure out. Uh, so everybody's got a different district. Everybody's got a different agenda. Um, but then there are common things, you know. Obviously, how do those things come about? And and is all are all the things you're addressing strictly coming from the public or is it because you know the nuts and bolts of the city what no, needs to be worked on we try really really hard in the city of galton do long-range plans we've done two or three of them since i've been on the council and we try to um we, we try to adopt those long-range plans and go by them as much as can now, you can't always go by them there's always differences mm-hmm. yeah but you or know you run into things that you weren't expecting when you're right. working on a plan that's right but you know municipalities uh, is much different than being a state elected official or, or, or even a government because we actually deal with people's lives on a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. You know, we deal Would with— Would you say you're a little more nimble than the— Yeah, we, we deal with their drainage problems, and we deal with their trash problems, and we deal with their water problems and their sewer problems and that kind of stuff. So, mm-hmm. you know, we get calls on those kind of things uh, almost on a daily basis. Somebody's got a problem it's that they want you to come and just listen to them and try to address their problems. So you've got five members— to, uh, at large. And, and two at large, and this train is kind of moving. The city's growing. It's going to happen whether you guys are there or not. Um, how much of this are you just trying to keep up with, and it's it's kind of happening, and how much are you planning for this growth? I mean, there are some new developments and things that are happening, which obviously were part of the plan. Well, we but. try really hard to plan for it. Of course, you know, this growth, most of this growth, of course, is development, it's development driven. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and we try hard to do a good job. And I know that the, the negative folks aren't going to agree with me, but we try really hard to, you know, look at each plan differently. And we try to plan for the things that that we think is good for the city of Galton. Uh, but, you know, when it comes to developments and that kind of things, there's only so much you can do. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, when somebody owns a 100-acre piece of property, you know, you can't just say yeah. you can't build it's, anything it's on that their property. Land. It's yeah. their land, and, yeah. and they have a right to do what they want to with it. Now, you know, if, if, if it's in our city limits, we have a lot of things that we can do as far as we can – put it in a master development plan, and then we have a lot of control over it if we do Well, that. part of it is you don't want to be, you know, non-neighborly, and right. you, but you want to encourage them maybe that if you can look at the bigger picture, this is how your land fits in with this. That's right, and that's what we try to do. Mm-hmm. We try to, you know, we try to put rules and, and regulations in place to, uh, to to make it where you don't affect your neighbor, and, you know, right. you don't make, But you want to be friendly. You want to be welcoming. Absolutely. You know, if we were, you know— and we're the nicest city in America, by I the said, way. That's right. I remember a couple of years ago you won that award. But, you know, yeah. if you weren't, then nobody would want to do business that's with right. you. Right? So that's, that's right. important. We're talking with Jimmy Overton, the— uh, Third, yes, I want to make sure I get it right. I almost keep saying third one to district. say second. Uh, third, in the second district, I wouldn't appreciate that. So third <laughs> district, Jimmy Overton is city council in Gallatin. And we're going to come back and talk a little bit more. There's a whole bunch going on and uh, saw a few headlines that I want to ask you about in the paper okay. recently. And uh, we're going to talk with him in just a moment on Sumner County Spotlight. We'll be back in just a moment. 
And we're talking with the third district city councilman of the city of Gallatin, Jimmy Overton, this morning here on Sumner County Spotlight. Welcome back to the program. And Jimmy, uh, I suppose in the last couple of years, a lot of the time for the council has been on economic development. There's just kind of no way around that. When things were calmer, let's say in 06 and 08, they got real calm, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm sure. And uh, it was a couple of years of just recovering. Well, Uh, what's you know, what what did you guys spend your time doing in those times versus? Well, thank goodness we were planning at those times, and you know we were. What what were you planning for? Well, we 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 bought back in two thousand six and seven. We actually bought our industrial park. We actually had an Mm -hmm. industrial park, a small one, and uh, we actually had an opportunity to buy a a bigger piece of land. And of course, we we had a lot of folks that wasn't happy because we purchased that property. Money, but you know what? It was probably a great time to buy, wasn't it? But it was the best thing we ever done. And of course, now the everybody can see the fruits of our of our labor and our work at that time. Now we've we've landed Beretta there and Beretta's mm-hmm. there and and of course our industrial park's full at the time. And there are they kind of in the very very back? They are. It, yeah, they are. And um, and uh, but but we got the state of Tennessee to give us a grant to build a road back there to it and uh, said if as long as we get somebody there within three years that we didn't have to pay any money back for oh, that that's road. Sweet. And, so and that's a, a nice campus they did back We've done there. a lot of stuff. And, and so, so our fruits back then when times were slower – uh, by us uh, looking forward and thinking forward and planning forward has really paid off for the city of Galton. And how's the industrial park looking now? Oh, it's What's beautiful. You just you need to go see it. It's really pretty out there since Beretta's opened up and a lot of the other uh, industries out there has expanded and and uh, we've we've done a lot of work on the signs and the landscaping and stuff out there. It's a beautiful park. How how big can you get? Uh, what are you limited to? Well, we have a lot more acreage out there, even on on outside of our industrial park now, that private individuals own. But we've done about, oh, I don't know, six or eight, nine years ago, we we actually went to those individuals and asked them, and we've, we've sort of got an agreement with them that if we bring some more folks here, we can buy that property mm-hmm. for X amount of dollars, and, and they've agreed to do that with us. So yeah, well, that's good. We good. Still, Again, we we're planning. We can still expand some. Yeah, well, that's wonderful. Well, that, that's what makes the whole city operate. If you can't plan, if you don't plan ahead, you're going backwards. And, you know, like you said, you take a little heat for that because people do. don't typically like change. But you that's kind of what I was hinting at. It's like you may not, and that's fine. You want to keep, you know, the integrity and yeah. the the charm of, of Gallatin. But at the same time, there is so much opportunity right now. Sure. You don't want to pass anything up, I'm sure. assuming. Well, just just like just like our square, and of course we're lucky to have a town square. And back in the slow times when the downturns was happening, we got a grant uh, to revitalize our downtown. Well, you know, I, I'm telling you the truth. There's not a day went by that I didn't get somebody that called me on the phone and cussed me and done everything in the world to right. me because they won't know why we're spending money mm-hmm. when the economy was so bad. But you know, it was the well. Sometimes that's the time to do it. It is, and we had we had an opportunity to get a to get a federal grant, a state grant, and we got that money, and it was the best time for us to do it. And now it's paid off for yeah, us. Aren't you glad you did? Oh, we're so excited because we did, and our our downtown is is means a lot to us. Okay, I'll ask you the tough question now. Are there some things you did that you wish you wouldn't have? Absolutely, there always is. <laughs> I mean, there's, you know, you, you, always, you can only you get a bunch of people that do care, which you do at the council, yeah. and they try to do the best things, but they're not going to hit a home run every time. No, there's there's always things that you wish you didn't vote on uh, that you voted on, and you know, back years ago when people brought us projects, even during a slow turn, they wanted us to they wanted us to uh, rezone their properties, and and we rezone 
excuse me, a lot of their properties. And, you know, nowadays, a lot of that zoning that we've done back, you know, 10 or 12 years ago was for apartments and other things that we're not really happy about right now, but mm-hmm. you, you can't do anything about it, okay? I mean, they're... Gotcha. Now that you the pro- didn't know how it was all going to We didn't know out. that the times are going to be like it is now. What and, would you have preferred in, in some of those spots where they're, Well, I'd, have, I'd prefer some single-family homes mm-hmm. and some condos and that kind of stuff that we're trying to do now. What you know, about retail and stuff? Retail, and, and we tried really hard on retail. And, you know, we, we've been in a... Retail's uh, a tall order right now, It's though. a tall order, and we've been in a, a bad situation in Galton, but because these most of these uh, big retailers that want to come to your city, people doesn't realize that they expect you to have a number of folks there before mm-hmm. they're going to come there. Yeah, and they expect you to have what they call daytime traffic. So it's chicken or the egg. Which, it is. You know. So for us to get the things that folks want us to get, we have to grow. So they're and get the number at, of people. Uh, pop counts and. Uh, you know, uh, traffic they and are. all that stuff. They huh? do, and and we 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 have people that goes to conventions, to retail conventions, and everything. And 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 the good thing about it is we're really really close to that number now, to where we can start really seeing some fruits from uh, from our growth. Um, yeah, if this keeps happening, that's a good thing, right? It is. It so is, while the apartment thing may not be what everybody was, but. You know, just the body count is helping. It is. It helps us a lot, and you it's know. going to help us a, a, a lot in the next couple of years. Yeah. Um, so uh, we're midway through our second segment here. Is it a little? Is it too early to start asking you what is kind of in the works that you can talk about? Well, um, growth. I mean, uh, you know, there's there's I some mean, projects. Are you talking housing? Are you talking retail? Are you it's talking both. Ma- it's, uh, it's manufacturing? Both. We're, we're approving a lot of a lot of subdivisions now that that the developers are understanding where we want to be, and that's we want retail on the front. We want mixed use in it. Mm-hmm. We want a, a large subdivision to have the retail and mixed use in that subdivision. Uh, you know, we've had some real controversial, a couple of controversial subdivisions in the last sixty days or so. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and and some folks that live around these things but are don't not the, real happy. But don't the one that, that maybe don't like the mixed use inside the subdivision, wouldn't they, you know, after it was done, benefit from it? Because oh, they benefit can, a lot from it. You can get a lot of that stuff done right there without having to go hit in traffic. Absolutely. Because and that's, it's, not that's, like, uh, it's not like Nashville Pike's not getting busy, you know. And that's what we try to tell them. You know, they're, they're, they come to us and they complain about the traffic and other things, and we try to say once we get this retail and – and the things that's within these communities, mm-hmm. you'll be traveling inside these communities and not on the major roads. Right, and that's a little more cutting edge and new, a sure. new way of doing things, right, sure. than, than creating these giant centers where that's everybody right. feeds into. That's right. And guess what happens? You get congestion. Right. It's just part of the deal. So, you know, you, you take the, the, the bad with the good, but um, but we're, we're really, really lucky here um, in Gallatin because there's so many developers and so many people that want to come here. And our problem right now is keeping up with our infrastructure, and we're we're struggling with keeping up with our infrastructure. We're trying really hard to do that, uh, but you know, pe- traffic's going to be here, and people's going to come here, no matter if we want them to or not. We exactly. can't control that. We can't stop that. Okay, so we either do our best to try to make them as nice as we can, uh, or we lose them. Well, you got the nicest city in the world for a reason, right? <laughs> That's right. Um, so when you're doing all of these things, uh, tell tell me about the relationship with the county, because it's not like you're isolated and working in a vacuum here. You yeah. work within the county. You guys are constantly discussing projects together. How does that work? We do, and we try to keep the county as well as the school board and other things up to date with all of our projects. Uh, we have a good working relationship with them, you know, uh, Gallatin is a county seat, so we have to have a good relationship 
the county's now talking about a um, one of the largest projects that's ever been in this county, and that's a hundred million dollar criminal justice center. It's going to be in a downtown heart of Gallatin. So uh, we have to have a good working relationship with them. We have to communicate mm-hmm. and work with them, and we do that. And we communicate with the school board as well. You know, folks think that we just approve all this stuff, and we don't have any communications with the school board or anything, and we do, though. You right, know? right. Well, they, they and they can't do it without having discussions because right. it affects everyone. But but we have a good relationship with the county. We, mm-hmm. we communicate uh, um, with the county commissioners and county executive and everybody. So, What are some things that you wish you could address that maybe you can't for whatever reason because – the growth isn't that in that area or well, you know what something like that if i personally could do something that i know i can't do and that's that's address the road situations and that's address the streets of course most all your major road just comes into our cities the state roads and when you deal with the state um you know they're they're not the fastest folks in the world mm-hmm. to get things done and you know 386 is a good example 386 comes in, into gallatin and and it's the major thoroughfare that gets to nashville uh, thank goodness they're they're talking about widening that to six lanes now. But yeah, but didn't they talk about that like a year ago? They I think did. people and thought it was going to already start. That's and it, now. and that's what I'm saying. If I if I had my ways, I'd want to start it yesterday. Yeah, okay? exactly. But you can't do that. We got a road now that we're that that's under construction in Gallatin that we've actually been talking about since 2006, and it just now went under construction. Uh, this past year in 2019, so that's how long it took to get one roadway under construction when you're talking about state and federal money. Right. Well, and easements and environmental right. studies, and everybody's got to get their piece, it seems right. like, doesn't it? That's right. It's, Which it's, takes longer it's amazing. and longer. And then you add in a few lawsuits here and there. And we have a few of those, too, on this road. Sure. It happens. So it's just amazing how long it takes to get one road under the River Bridge. One hundred nine Bridge is a good example. Mm-hmm. I mean, that bridge was you know talked about for twenty years before it actually became reality. And of course, it's beautiful bridge. It's now gorgeous, and, nice. and just to get down there quicker now, it's just it great. Does. And and hopefully. Within the next year or so, the other side will be done. It'll be really nice getting over to Interstate 40. Yeah, and how is that all going to look? Can, I mean, uh, that's not really a city thing, obviously. But well, of course, our ours, of course, our side is already finished and, mm-hmm. and it's open now. But from the bridge out to to Highway 70 is under construction now, and it'll be just like our side. It'll be four lanes and turning lanes and stuff, just like our side is. And that is a state road. It is a state That's road. It's not a no, sir. It's a state yeah, it's road. Not an it's a state road. So. Yes, sir. And they they like I said, they planned that road for 20 years before it ever become. Is the state slower than the national? <laughs> uh, I'm just wondering. A lot slower. <laughs> really? Yes, sir. Well, I wonder if they're going to work on that. Do they know that? I'm sure it's not that you haven't told them. Let's well, go pick up the pace. Well, the here, thing boys. about the thing about the state is, you know, most of their money comes from the federal government. Okay, mm-hmm. and once you get federal government money, of course, you have to do what federal government guidelines require right. you to do. And people will really be surprised to see all the. It's a lot of you get hogtied a lot. You do, and and mm-hmm. you have to do it their way, or you don't get the money. And uh, so in yeah. the state of Tennessee is the same way. All their money comes from – most of their money comes from the federal government to build these road projects. So you do it the way you they want you to do it. be patient and do it their you way do. or you don't get the road. You right? do. But once they <laughs> – you know, just like 109, once it gets finished, it's absolutely a beautiful road. And it's yeah. it's going to be huge for our city. And once they four-lane that – Actually, all the way to through Portland and all the way to Interstate 65, yeah. it's going to be so I wonder nice. how much northbound traffic will get down this way then. Oh, that, I mean, that's, I'm sorry, not northbound, southbound. That's going to come down a this lot. way that wouldn't normally. You, you have a lot of traffic. Once that gets opened up, 
from from Interstate 40. What's going to happen up there at that exchange? You think there's going to be a lot of growth, and Portland will benefit from oh, that? Yeah. Obviously, of course, they just opened the new exchange up there where it's going to come out at. Yeah. Uh, they had an, they got an industrial park there, and, and they just opened up the new exchange just a couple of weeks ago that it'll actually go into, and it, it's uh, it's already growing up there. They've already Man, opened I gotta up. i got to get up there. I haven't been there since they They've opened They've already it, opened up a lot of you know service stations, of course, there mm-hmm. at the exit. Yeah, well, those and, are the first things to show up. Obviously. And there's an industrial park just the other side of that exchange that, mm-hmm. that's um, – that's already there. The Macy's is up there, and some other big, big places are there. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, but it's huge. Well, 109 is is really going to open up once that four lane gets all the way from Interstate 40 out of Wilson County up to 65 at Kentucky Line. It's going to be huge. Mm-hmm. The traffic will be coming through Galton. I'm wondering. You know, you, you think people might just make it quicker and and well, see and, parts of Gallatin and Sumner County that haven't well, thought know, about. And, and even us planning right now. We plan really we, – we try hard, so hard to plan that to be a major thoroughfare, and we try to keep the road cuts and other things off of that road as mm-hmm. much as possible. Now, there's some places that has existing businesses on it, and you already have the road cuts off of it, but new places that come in, you're trying to make access roads and other things to them. Mm-hmm. So you can make it a major thoroughfare, but you still have a lot of red lights on that road. So um, You know where Scotty Parker and that and they, when they redid that? I do. Um and I know they had some horrific accidents there. We did. Maybe that was a motivation mm-hmm. for some of it. But is there a bigger plans? Because it looks pretty big and pretty complex. You can't go straight across like you used to, obviously, for good reasons, um, because people coming around the curve and, and down the hill. Well, I think it will. You know, you know, we're building a road right out there, right down the street from it. We're going to have right. an interchange from it, and it's going to be. It's not going to be in that grade crossing. It's actually going to be a, a an overpass there. To what get does on it do on the road. other side of the, of one oh nine? Nothing. It, it just kind of dead ends into there. Yeah, so there'll, okay. there'll be an interchange there to get on and off. Because I see of some work on the other side of the road, but they can't really go anywhere. No, so that's, that's yeah. just going to be where the bridge will be. There'll be a bridge to get on and off of that road. There yeah, okay. On I was just curious. Yeah. But, uh, but I think once they completely get ready to do 109, they'll even redo that intersection at some point. Well, yeah, that's kind of what I was wondering. Yeah. Because there, it seems to me, because it's such a nice uh, – yeah. um, the way they redid that intersection at Scotty Parker, there could be some development around there. Right, clearly. and it will be. That you know, there's a lot of open land out there. Yeah. So as those developments happen, that's mm-hmm. when a lot of those changes will be made. Yeah. Okay. So that's sort of the chicken and the egg question. It is. Right? That's right. <laughs> We're talking with uh, City Council District Three representative from the uh, Gallatin City Council, Jimmy Overton, and uh, on Sumner County Spotlight. We're going to come back with more of the program right after these messages. Welcome back to Sumner County Spotlight this Sunday morning. We are speaking with Jimmy Overton, the City Council uh, Third District representative for the City of Gallatin. Jimmy Overton, Jimmy. Uh, so growth, um, commerce, roads. Retail, apartments, industrial a lot to keep parks. Up with. There is a whole lot going on, and um, and of course, just yesterday, the famous Christmas parade, which will was yesterday. We're pre-recording right. this, but um, and that's exploding. It is yeah, the Chamber of Commerce in Galton. This is will be their thirteenth year that that, uh, that that our chambers put on this parade, and they do a fantastic job with this parade. So it's. This year we've had over, we had over a hundred entries in the Christmas parade this year. So, mm-hmm. what uh, what other things does the city council do that maybe people don't know that you can help them with and and do help with? Well, I mean, each one of us on the, on the city council, most of us serve on other nonprofits. Uh, I serve on a couple other nonprofits, and 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 most everybody on there has a nonprofit or two that they serve on as well. So. 
Uh, we do a lot of other things besides just city council. Mm-hmm. So you've been through a couple of mayors, you said. We have. You'll probably be through a couple more someday, right? I'm sure. <laughs> just kind of the I'm way sure. it works. I'm sure. Um, so how does that relationship, we talked about maybe the relationship with the county, and then, um, you know, Paige is obviously different than her predecessor, and, and how does all that work? And um, it, it does it just take, uh, when you get somebody new, a little getting used to, and how you guys work best it, together? It does. You have to Because trust. everybody brings their own sort of talents to the job. They do. They do. And everybody's got their own talents, but but uh, everybody brings their own their own skill set to the table, but you just have to... Uh, Paige, you know, when Paige come in, um, of course, I'd worked with Paige previously at the Chamber of Commerce, uh, being on their board of directors of Chamber of Commerce when Paige took over. But, uh, but, but everybody just has to get their own skill set and and find ways to work together. And that's what we are so lucky. As I said earlier, we're so lucky in the city of Galton that we do work so well together. To get things done. Well, and I'm, I'm, it doesn't take you two minutes to drive through it to see that. Yeah. Are there some areas um, where some investment has been made that just hasn't taken hold yet, even with all the interest and in well, folks we're, coming in? We're trying hard to take some of our older parts of Gallatin, and, and we're really going to be lucky on 109 side of Gallatin coming out of Wilson County into Sumner County. But isn't it, once it's built... Isn't it really the responsibility of the developer to try to fill it, the place it, it, up? It is developer-driven, but it's also up to us to be sure that we try to do the that we try to do the infrastructure and the things that we need uh, to to make it nice, so developers will come. I mean, if you if you get a place that's run down and and you don't put any time into it, the developers see that and they don't want to come there and spend money there. So uh, we, we've thank goodness on 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 that side of town, on the one on nine side of town. We finally just approved a, a couple of different um, retail and, and, and some residential housing that's going to come there. And it'll just break ground just any day now, which mm-hmm. will be huge for us. Yeah. Um, so the developers that, that tend to come there are – I'm not 100% sure how I want to ask this, but there are some, I'm assuming, that know the scoop, get Gallatin, see the benefit, and keep uh, developing property and keep investing. Um, how many of those are there versus maybe people that you haven't worked with before that are discovering Gallatin or want to do something there? How does well in the last four or five years we've really got a lot of new folks coming. I mean, to I guess that's what I'm trying to, to say. Are you working money. with the same people all the time, or is we're there... not now? Used to mm-hmm. we did. Used to it was mm-hmm. the same developers that built all the subdivisions around there and built all the houses. But now we're getting people from everywhere in the country that comes here that wants to build houses. And, uh, and how do you guys tell which ones are good and which ones aren't? I mean, was you, it just trial and error? You try or? to do your homework. You know, when a developer comes to us and presents a plan to us, I try really, really hard to do my homework, and I try to look to see at other places that they've done developments. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I try to go online and look at them, and I try to I try hard to do my homework. Now that doesn't mean you're always going to be a win win, but but we really try hard to to be sure that. You know, we look at those and, and, and try to put things in place. To But we also have standards that we expect those developers to do. And if they don't do it, they don't build here. Well, and that's kind of what I was going to ask. What if they want to do something? And it's actually a pretty good idea, but it doesn't fit at all where they're looking to do it. How do you guys work those kind of things yeah, out? Well, you may not want to lose them, yeah. but do you kind of try to point them in some other directions? That well, we try. I mean, there's there's two or three, I think at the top of my head, two or three different developments that's come here that's wanted to build 
you know, hotels and other things in certain spots. And we just said, look, guys, we want you here. We're glad you're here. Mm -hmm. But this is just not the spot that you need to put this hotel. This is not the spot you need to put this retail. And and, and we try to get people Where are they getting the word that it is? Are they doing their own models and their own research? Well, a lot of it is cost. I mean, when they can go buy a piece of property. and and, and Well, I'm going to slap it over there because I got it for nothing. Exactly. And this, this piece of property doesn't cost as much as this other one. But it doesn't make sense. Uh, yeah. Why would you do it? That's right. But, you know, yeah, they, they want to get out as cheap as they can, of course. So, you know, we try to steer them off of that piece of property because it just doesn't make sense for us. Mm-hmm. And uh, But we try to – I mean, we do everything we can to try to put them on another piece of property, try to put them somewhere. So it makes sense for their for their development they want to build. And, and, and most of the time, the hotel or whatever they want to build is nice and we want it here, but it's just not the right location. So Yeah. Well, how many people – that are looking to develop things are just looking for a handout versus the ones that genuinely are looking for ideas and opportunities that they could develop an area in well, Gallatin. We, I don't or, mean, or in Sumner County for that matter. But Well, I'm sure there's a lot of them out there. Or are they just looking for breaks and going, hey, you know. Yeah, well, I'm sure there's a lot of them out there. But nowadays it's so expensive to build. I mean, with the government regulations and everything that it costs, the building permits that it costs. Folks think that when a developer comes here, that you know, he just jumps in there and starts doing what he wants to, but they don't understand the amount of money that permits oh, and other crazy. things cost. It's just, I mean, they and it's going to cost you twenty percent more at least than you think anyway. If a guy comes in puts a, a four hundred uh, four hundred lot subdivision in, they don't understand it. It costs this guy millions of dollars mm-hmm. to, that he from, has to front from, from building permits that he has to put up front. Not only does he have to do that but he has to put up letters of credit to be sure that we we, we require him to put up a letter of credit to be sure this development's built properly mm-hmm. uh, and, and w- they don't get that money back until that development's finished and we sign off on it so wow. if it's not done you know good example is uh, fairview and foxland here in galton mm-hmm. you know many years ago when they started developing that you know they had to put up letters of credits well you know the folks that had that you know went bankrupt and other things and um so we end up Which could happen to anybody. We have to call. Uh, we had to call the notes, and we had to go in there, and pave some roads, and do a lot of other improvements. And of course, they're beautiful, beautiful developments now. But if we didn't do that at that time, yeah. they wouldn't be completed today. Right, it'd be half done and right, be terrible, and nobody would want to live there right. anyway. Right. So, you, you, I mean, you you have to require these guys to put up lots and lots and lots of money to be able to, to build these developments. Mm-hmm. What, uh, as far as working with the chamber, working with economic development and things like that, how does that work? Because I know the Gallatin's trying to do the high-tech thing. we got the airport thing going, which aren't maybe necessarily, you know, I know it's got an authority and everything, but it's not necessarily city things. But it's kind of hard not to be connected to it somehow. Well, we are connected to them. I mean, even though it's owned by the county, you know, they come to us several years ago and says we don't have enough airport hangar space and we want to lengthen our runway. Um, so, you know, we went on a joint venture with them. Because they're planning as well, to just move like the you guys are, That's right. right. Yeah. So, I mean, even though it's a county facility, that airport is so important to the city of Galton as far as their economic development. People just There's doesn't really, understand. There's really, I don't think people understand they don't that. understand. Outside of Smyrna, there is nothing close. That's right. And this has so much potential. And being a little bit of an aviation enthusiast, yeah. I can tell you, you know, you got John Toon on the west side of Nashville. Yeah. you got Smyrna, and most which of those everybody are full. knows about. Right? Most of those airports are full. Exactly. So, or hard to get to. Or yeah. just, you know, 24 is not the most favorite commute of everybody. And that's one reason we just changed so, the name of our airport to Music Executive or something. Which I think was a effect. really smart move. We, we changed that. And, of course, they, they, have, a new, uh, they have a new tenant there that, that uh, they call it um, – 
uh, what's the name of it that they call the proprietor there that takes care of all their their information. Yeah, they got somebody that really knew what they were doing. But anyway, mm-hmm. they changed the name of it, and now they get uh, – we extended runway. So we're getting a lot of executive planes in there now. Exactly. And, and it's huge for our economic development. People don't understand. But they have a waiting list of people wanting to put hangers out there. And uh, so we moved the roadway over. The, the, it was a state project. But it's we, always good when you have people waiting to spend money. It does. <laughs> and, and we had a joint. We had a. We, we went in as a joint project, and uh, helped help the airport in the county get a grant to move the road over. That just that whole thing seemed to work. Everybody worked really well together. State, yeah. you guys, county. You know, everybody yeah. got together. And it was a long project. Took a lot of time. As, as there again, as we was talking about the time frame while ago, when you're dealing with grant with grant money and state and federal money, it just takes forever. But and now it took that it's done, that guess done. what? It could be. You know, who knows what that. And thing if you go out there right now, you'll see the concrete pads are pouring for their new hangers. It's going to be beautiful. They've got a lot of space out there to build some new hangers, and they've actually already poured the concrete and they're working on some new hangers. There's right going to be some nice jets in there. It is. We're excited. You. Not even get a jet in there. We're excited about it. Yeah, and and it's not just for Gallatin. I think people need to understand this whole Northeast corridor. That's right. Because there's nothing, like I said, down to Smyrna, or then until you get to Bowling Green. Really, there isn't. Not not that's going to be of this caliber. I think that's got the runway to bring those kind of planes in here. Yeah. How much growth can you do in that area? Can it? um, You know, as far as. Whether it's the uh, FBO or it's the you know the, the the terminal et cetera et cetera that can well there's there's a lot of space out there now that we moved the road over so they got a lot mm-hmm. of space to put a lot more hangars and other things out yeah, there yeah I didn't know how much around the road you'd allow develop uh, develop well of course there. you got subdivision houses around it but I mean mm-hmm. if you know they I mean the federal government can do what they want to but if they went in there and got some of those other houses there you know they could build other things there but but they're sort of out in the county like where where they're at even though it's part of that's in the city limits but a lot of it on the other side of the airport, <coughs> excuse me, at the end of the runways is actually in the county. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of space out there that they could do a lot of things with. Still a lot of open space out there. We are talking with uh, 3rd District City Councilman for the City of Gallatin, Jimmy Overton, and we're going to come back and talk a little bit more. I want to know what you're excited about and what's really cooking and uh, or <laughs> half done. and other. There's lots of things that are in the works uh, in just a moment. We're here at Sumner County Spotlight, brought to you by FM Bank at myfmbank.com and at 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville. And we'll be back in just a moment. We are back with Sumner County Spotlight in our last segment with Jimmy Overton, the 3rd District representative for the city of Gallatin on the city council there. And, Jimmy, uh, let's talk about term limits. You want to talk about that? I love term limits. Because I don't think D.C.'s talking about it, but maybe they are are locally. I promise you they're not. You know, uh, ever since I've been on the council, I tried hard to get term limits passed in the city. And finally, last year, uh, we got the vote on them in the city of Gallatin, and mm-hmm. it passed by 80% majority of the folks in, in Gallatin. And now what are, the new, what are the new limits, and how does it affect Gallatin? Well, in the city of Gallatin, you get, you get to run three consecutive terms. You get to be elected three consecutive terms, and then you have to get off. Now, in, in our— Just on the council? or On, on yeah, the council. Yeah. Now, now we, and it's for the mayor also, but, but you can run for another seat or, or somewhere right. else. You just can't run for the current seat that you're in. So is it me, or is it the only people that are ever against term limits are the people sitting in the chairs? That's the people. That's the only people that's ever. Because then I've them. seen you know overwhelming response for it doesn't matter yeah. what municipality it is or what state or what country you know or like yeah. the USA. Right. It's like well, 
we're all for it, yeah. and you guys well, aren't. What's the deal here? Well, I had several people, and like I said, it took me three different terms. Uh, in my third term, uh, actually, in my almost this term to, to get it passed. We got it passed last year, but uh, but I had a lot of people fought me really hard over it because elected officials just don't want term limits. It was a nice payday. That's why good benefits. It was, and uh, I, I told people you know, you from can't day really one, get fired. Yeah, and I told them from day one that, that it would pass. Once, and and my my part was I wanted to put it up to a vote so the citizens of Gallatin could vote on term limits. And give them an opportunity to say yes. I want. Wait a minute. No, I'm don't. trying to get this right. You're a politician, and you know that the people are in charge. That's amazing. Well, How do you remember that? That's, that's the way it should be. <laughs> exactly. I, w- I wish it was that way in the state and the federal government and everywhere else. You got else. that right. But, but uh, unfortunate, uh, a lot of politicians don't want to, and it's just it's obvious here. Hendersonville just just went through that this past Tuesday night, and they voted it down. Well, th- what's of, tough for me, and again, this is personal opinion, don't want to get it too much into politics, but. You know, it seems that the people who have all the resources and the money, doctors, lawyers, et cetera, that make a pile of dough are the ones who get these jobs because they have the resources to fund the campaigns. And, That's true. And, and, thank goodness um, it's not that way in local politics. No, I don't think it is. Thank goodness. But, but, but thank goodness uh, it's not. But, but know, it's still – term limits are still but, good but in It's in not a good politics. representation if everybody's in one occupation. That's right. I suppose you couldn't be because that would be discrimination. But wouldn't it be better to have a plumber and a – a garbage man and a teacher and, you know, a true representation of America That's right. representing us. I agree 100% with you. And and like I said, you know, our, our our folks that was against it in the city of Galton for so many years are the same arguments that they had down here Tuesday night. What is the argument to keep it? <laughs> well, they, they say that the election should be term limits. The, the longtime politicians say the election should be the term limits. And if people want you out, they vote you out. But that's not true because – Believe it or not, there's a lot of folks that will not run against an incumbent just because an incumbent right. has a the leg name, up. Exactly. And, and, well, he's always been there, so I guess it's well, fine. And, you know, and, and it's like this: when you when you get elected and you go out and help people, and and you help them get some things done, uh, you're obviously going to have an edge up on anybody else that wants to run because you've actually had an opportunity to go out and help those folks and do the things, and they appreciate what you've done for them. Mm-hmm. But you know, there's just as many people out there that can represent my district and my city just as well as I can. Well, and, and you'd, have, think it, you'd think it would really help inform the electric, uh, the electorate more because, wait a minute, who's this? Well, do some homework on him or her yeah. running for this office. I've never heard of him. Yeah. Well, this is a great opportunity for you to learn about him because you've got two people you've never heard of doing, running for it. Right. I don't think that's a bad thing. Yeah, And, and if those folks that are in office – think it's a bad thing just get out four years and run again and get back in there four years later but get out and give somebody else an opportunity and they'll show you that they have just as much ability to get things done as you do you know it's it's not and you you know of course you might have some fumbling around and they don't know what they don't know but over time they're going to be like wow these guys are bringing something to the table i never even thought of yeah but i i had a lot of politicians I, i don't think i had any i don't think i had one resident that ever told me they were against term limits but i had a lot of politicians say they were against it so it's Not amazing. surprising. It's amazing. <laughs> and you went, well, I already knew that, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so how do you convince somebody to – like you said, it took time. but Well, it just took time. And pe- people just – you know, people – I just had to get people – Have get, them go talk to their constituents. I did. I just you know? had them go talk to their constituents like, and, and get you them – You asked the question. Yeah, that's exactly right. And, 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 and I finally got enough folks on our city council with the wisdom to say, hey, 
the people deserves an opportunity to vote whether they want us or not. Well, and and I them. had to compromise. When I first started, it was going to be two two terms, and mm-hmm. some of them didn't want to vote for it unless it was going to be longer, three terms. So, you know, we had some compromises to make, sure. but that's what it's all about. That's but we exactly compromised right. and come up with a really good a really good term limit plan, and, uh, and, and I think it's going to work well for Galton. Well, that's cool. And you're good for a little few more years, I understand, right? Uh, yes, sir. I got a couple <laughs> more. I, I don't run again until 22. Sure, it's easy for you to say. You just won, right? <laughs> well, um, just anything. We Of course, we got the big parade yesterday, and I'm sure it was another huge success because that thing has been growing by 20-plus entries every year. So now yeah, it's well all, over 100, right? It it's is. Like we got 100 entries in our parade. We had 100 entries in our parade. And uh, like I said, the Chamber of Commerce just does a fantastic job with our with our local parade and uh it, it's they've been doing it i think this is their 13th year that they put on this parade and and we have a huge huge parade and it's well i'm sure it's it's, it's it feels good to be optimistic about what's going on in gallatin because there's plenty of years where it isn't this way so we should be grateful and uh and and thank our elected officials and like you said, we have the power. We can change that if we want. And now it may be a little easier with term limits. But uh, this is a good time. It's a good time for Sumner County. We are in a good time. We're in a good time for the whole county. And I know a lot of folks, uh, you know, don't like taxes and they don't like tax increases. Thank goodness we in City of Galton actually um, didn't raise any taxes. We hadn't raised taxes in 13 years. But I know the county's raised taxes. But, folks, it takes a lot of money to operate a county. It takes a lot of money to operate a school system. It takes a lot of money to operate a sheriff's department. You know, when you want to put... Well, I think uh, everybody's put fine a, with that as long as it's fair. When and you I think that was a, the big thing yeah, they were When you want to put about. a deputy in every school to be safe, mm-hmm. it takes a lot of money to sure. do that. Sure. And, yeah. and I know a lot of folks are upset taxes, and I hate taxes as well as everybody else does in the county. But uh, Well, you can't have this kind of growth and, you, you know, uh, not expect something that's got to budge. But hopefully, hopefully uh, if they manage it right, then... Uh, you know, with all this growth coming, that they won't have to raise taxes. Well, there's months. a record number of dough coming in. I'm sure of that. Yeah. I just hope everybody's uh, and all you guys are policing it well for us because it's our to, money. And uh, we're lucky you know. in the city of Galton. We have a good rainy day fund, and we have a good uh, undesignated fund. And so, if hard times come, I think we're well prepared for it in the city of Galton. And maybe like you did last time when hard times came, you we took did. advantage of it and you spent did. money when it wasn't popular. But it we is did. a smart. Thing to do and, and, and didn't lay one payoff. person off last time. And yeah. all the downturn that we had, we did not lay one person off of work. We kept all our empo- kept all of our employees. Didn't lay anybody off, and mm-hmm. and we tried to manage our money. We try to we try to spend what we have. Uh, I mean, we try not to spend what we don't have. And so, if we get a project we want to do, we try hard to be sure we got the money to do it. Well, it's great for the citizens to see that the council and the mayor and the county getting along to get things done and especially uh, when the train's going and you're just trying to hold on. We are trying to hold on. It's going fast right now. I mean, it's really going fast. And, you know, we've got a lot of stuff in our pipeline right now, and, and we're trying hard to manage it as best the, the best that we can. And uh, But we are so lucky to live in a county that's got so many good things going for them. It's got such a great school system. It's got mm-hmm. uh, such great communities inside the county. Uh, we're really, really lucky in Sumner County. Well, and the reputation is uh, making its way around. There's no question about it. Yeah. You know, this is the place to be. So, Jimmy, we appreciate you spending the time with us today. Well, I'm glad I had the opportunity to do it. And 
uh, anytime, I, I, I'll uh, do everything I can to come back and try to spend some more time. If somebody had some questions or just wanted to get a hold of you about something in your district, out of your district, you represent the city of Gallatin, uh, how could, what's the best way to we do have the a website. website? Go to the city website. Uh, ever since I've got elected, I've always had my personal cell phone number on there, my email address is on there, and and uh, it's it's never a hard time to get in touch with me. As I said, I I work for a local bank here, Volunteer State Bank, and uh, but but it's never hard to get in touch with me. So go to our city website, uh, and and my uh, phone number, email address, everything's on there, and I'd be more than happy to to talk to you, come see you, visit you, do whatever I can to help if you got any problems. All right, thank you, Jimmy, for spending time. Thank you, appreciate it. That's Jimmy Overton. Uh, third district representative for the Gallatin City Council. We appreciate his time this morning and that's going to do it for Sumner County Spotlight for this Sunday morning. Brought to you by FNM Bank at 221 Indian Lake Boulevard. We'll be back next Sunday morning at 10 a.m. with another program. Thank you for joining us.